Hello and welcome to the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Mally Jones. Oklahoma State's Veterinary College is performing minimally invasive surgeries. O-State TV's Robin Hearn sat down with Dr. Andrew Hanselcheck, who is a specialist in small animal internal medicine. They talked about the details of minimally invasive procedures and its advantages, as well as what makes OSU's veterinary program unique. What are minimally invasive procedures and what are some of the advantages? What these procedures do, um, being less invasive, they are mostly replacing uh, treatments for complex medical diseases that have traditionally needed a a major surgery, so uh, potentially a big incision. And in these cases, we've uh, either found a treatment, made a treatment that doesn't require an incision at all or requires a very small incision. And that means that, you know, there is less tissue healing, uh, less pain and discomfort associated with the procedure. Uh, Hospital times are are usually shorter. Um, In some cases, these procedures have provided treatments where there really wasn't one otherwise, or with that traditional treatment, you know, there was a high risk of complications. And um, so the shorter healing time, the shorter hospitalization stay, the less pain for the dog or cat in this case is, is really important to us. And that's really where minimally invasive procedures um, have some advantages. What specific diseases can be treated with this procedure? In general, um, diseases of the urinary system, diseases of the respiratory tract, um, heart and vessel uh, diseases and then bone and joint diseases are some um, some of them that that can be treated. One of the one of the more unique ones that we are starting to treat or have been treating for a little while is an abnormal vessel in the liver um, that dogs are born with and this can be fatal if it's not treated they can have really serious clinical signs and it's called a portosystemic shunt and this vessel is actually within the liver in some dogs and when it is it's a very very tough surgery and um, a lot of dogs uh, didn't necessarily survive the surgery but they would survive if they didn't have the surgery but what we're able to do now is actually go through a small vessel in the neck and go down through the heart into the liver and actually close off that vessel with no incision at all and so the recovery time is basically how long it takes the dog to wake up from anesthesia very quick recovery no pain really good outcome completely different than trying to fix that with a traditional surgery so it really is changing how we treat some very complicated and and relatively common diseases in dogs and cats with some of these procedures literally the recovery time is how long it takes them to wake up from anesthesia Um, for some of these they go home the next day some they go home the same day and so the the healing time for a lot of these minimally invasive procedures is amazingly short which is of course really good for their quality of life Um, I think we feel pretty strongly that it's what's best for the pet and it's what's best for the pet owner and it really is uh, the future of, of veterinary medicine. What makes veterinarians at OSU well situated to perform these advanced procedures? There's two big things that makes us at the Veterinary College at OSU well situated to perform these procedures. Um, The first one is some advanced training. So these are newer procedures. They're um, somewhat complicated, and you don't necessarily learn how to perform these procedures in vet school. You, uh, as a student, you may get to be involved with them, and you certainly learn from the procedures, but to perform them, it does require some advanced training. And several of the uh, doctors at the veterinary school have pursued 
continued advanced training, even after their vet school, even after their residency, to kind of learn how to do these procedures. And so, uh, and that kind of leads into the second advantage that I think we have at OSU, and that's that we work as a collaborative team. Um, there's multiple different types of specialists that work together on these advanced procedures. And anytime we get, I think, multiple veterinarians from different backgrounds and different specialties working together, that's a, a good thing for the pet. So, for example, um, a lot of these procedures would include specialists from different areas like small animal surgery, um, internal medicine specialists, cardiologists. Uh, usually we'll consult with a radiologist, one of our radiologists, um, when we before we do the procedure. Um, they need to be anesthetized, the dog or cat, so we work with our anesthesiologists. And so there's lots of different um, specialists working together. So additional training plus the kind of collaborative environment within our hospital, I think, makes us really well situated to perform these procedures. What does the future look like for this procedure program at OSU? Yeah, I think the minimally invasive procedure program at Oklahoma State has a bright future. And so one of the things that we're getting ready to start in within the teaching hospital is we're getting ready to build an entirely new operating room. And this operating room is going to be, honestly, it's going to be one of the most advanced in the country, human or veterinary medicine. And so it's going to allow us to take the the specialized medical equipment that's needed for these procedures and have them all in one place with enough space to perform the procedure and also um, include students and residents where they can learn from the procedures. And it's going to greatly enhance our ability to perform these procedures. So a lot of the veterinary schools have some form of minimally invasive procedure program, uh, not all of them. And uh, a lot of them are at different stages um, within that program. And then there are some private referral hospitals that do some of these procedures. Some of the procedures that we do here are only done in a few places in the U.S., and so some of them are more advanced and a little less commonly done. Others are a little more common, but the hospitals that perform all of these procedures in a more of a comprehensive way are are few and far between right now um, within the country. How much does this cost for a pet owner? Yeah, that's a good question. It's really variable depending on the case and the procedure that's involved. I will say that in most cases, the cost is very similar to what the traditional surgical procedure would have been. So it doesn't necessarily add an extra financial burden on the pet owner. Um, And so it's very similar to what the traditional surgery is in most cases. Um, But it really is specific in regards to the the dog or cat, the disease that's happening and the procedure that's going to be performed. How long does the procedure take usually? Right. So the, the procedures are really variable in time. Most of them take somewhere between 30 minutes and two hours. And uh, some are a little bit longer depending on the procedure and the complexity of the case. And, and, you know, once you're anesthetizing a dog or cat for a few hours, that's where it's really good to have an anesthesiologist and a strong anesthesia team because these are complicated cases. But usually they're relatively quick, somewhere between 30 minutes and, and two hours for most of them. What should pet owners do if they believe their pet is a candidate for this procedure? They should touch base with their primary care veterinarian and um, ask, you know, is there a minimally invasive procedure that may be an alternative to the traditional treatment? And the one thing that I do want to note here is that uh, we have a free consult line at the veterinary college that any veterinarian can call and also, also any um, pet owner can call and ask questions. But some of these procedures are so new and, um, you know, that, that not all veterinarians are aware of them yet. And so we're trying to get the word out about these procedures. But if there's any questions, they're always welcome to call. It's totally free. And we're, we're happy to talk with them and, and discuss the case and decide if maybe there is a, a minimally invasive procedure. Is there any advice that you would want to give maybe a student that wants to 
coming to our veterinary program about this procedure? There's all kinds of chances to get involved, and so many times they uh, are involved when they come through the, the teaching hospital during their fourth year. They can involve, get involved earlier on by talking to one of the faculty members involved with this program, and there's lots of chances to, to be involved, to be engaged with these cases, and to learn from, from them. Okay, is there anything else you would like for the audience to know? I, I think I would just encourage the audience to, um, you know, consider minimally invasive procedures in the future. If their pet uh, does need, a, especially a surgical treatment for some medical condition, to ask, ask questions, ask if there is an alternative, um, because there might be. And also, I'd want them to know that, you know, we're always wel- welcome to talk to them or their primary care veterinarians about these procedures and provide more information. As Dr. Hanselcheck mentioned, you can contact your veterinarian if you believe your pet could qualify for a minimally invasive procedure as an alternative. If you have any questions, any pet owner or veterinarian can call the free consult line at the OSU Veterinary College. Thank you for listening to the Inside OSU podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.